Hello everybody, my name is Trudy Vossen and I'm a financial advisor here at Stewart Group. You're listening to The Real Risk and we've got a real treat for everyone today because we've got Don Stewart with us. Don is the founder of Stewart Group. He's a financial advisor. He's an, a mentor to me. I've been here seven years and um, he's, he's changed my life in a lot of ways, all for the better. Um, and so Don was kind enough to come in and have a chat with us today. You started in the business, Don, 46 years ago, I think you were saying? Yes, that's right. So so tell me, what are some of the changes or what was it like when you started back, back in the day 46 years ago? Well, it's interesting um, that you ask this question because when we when you look back forty years or forty six years, you know, I'm I'm a baby boomer from mm-hmm. parents who came back from the war, and when I started in the life insurance business, the amount of cover that we were putting on people's lives to cover their mortgage was ten to twenty thousand dollars. And that was to ensure that the, if they, if any party died, the mortgage was cleared uh, to leave the family with a debt-free home. And these days, the figures that we're talking about uh, can be five hundred thousand or more. And it's it's incredible that the you know obviously house prices have grown in value by about the same amount over that period of time. So the amount that people are borrowing now is enormous and uh, the issue is that if they don't have at least some of that mortgage covered with life insurance the breadwinners being underinsured are going to leave the family with major problems if they can hold their home Um, and it wasn't cleared because of it being cleared through thanks to insurance on the breadwinner's life. Um, Though I would say that our experience Trudy is that most families now with children have two incomes. Yep, it's much more common now. And I think just before the show we were talking, Don, and you said you had um, a mortgage of $10,000 on, was it an orchard Mm, that you had? Yes. And I just said that's the balance of a lot of people's credit cards these days. It's just hard to fathom. I mean, obviously in real terms that that was a lot of money. but the difference we're seeing nowadays with people, I mean, four or $500,000 um, people owing on houses is not uncommon, is it? And that's just in Hawke's Bay, let alone up in Auckland. Well, yes, as we know, in the Auckland market, it can be twice that. Easily. And you do, you'd <coughs> need two incomes to be able to service those that's mortgages, right. wouldn't you? But the nice thing is that the incomes are relative, of course, to the amount of mortgage exactly. you can borrow. Exactly, yeah. Thank goodness. Thank goodness, mm. yeah. Exactly. Um, so, so alongside um, seeing just the change, I guess the the principle of of insurance is the same. No, it, nothing and, has changed. Yeah, it's just the the yes. dollar amounts mm. have gone up. Salaries have gone up. Um, so now somebody perhaps with income protection is if you're covering income protection, seventy five percent of whatever people would have been earning in uh, 46 years ago is just you're just adding zeros on the end really are you? you are yeah it's yes. all relative to your borrowings yes and your net worth yes. yes nothing much has changed but just the numbers sometimes you and fi- you and I find are mind-boggling uh, even mm. even we we see a lot even sometimes we get lost for words don't mm. we we do some 
the appetite for, for borrowing yeah. uh, in a rising house market has increased. It, it, it really has. Mm. So um, we were also talking about some other things uh, this morning, and some of them were things like uh, claims experience. Um, over the years, you must have dealt with many, many claims. I know in seven years I've dealt with a fair few um, so what what has been your experience, say, just with the insurers? Because they get a pretty bad rap in the press. It's good news, isn't it, to bash the insurance companies? And some of them maybe there are uh, merit to it. But what's your personal experience been for insurers with claims? I've found them to be beyond reproach. Uh, as long as the client has completed an honest personal health statement and hasn't non-disclosed on certain Mm. issues I think we've had almost a hundred percent of the claims that have been submitted have been paid and it's many many millions over the 40 years I've been in this business many many millions yes gosh and that would be across all different types of claims so life trauma Income protection, I guess. And terminal illness. And terminal illness. I mean, would you like to explain to everyone, in case there's people um, who aren't aware, what a terminal illness claim or terminal illness cover is, Don? It's a really interesting um, aspect of the policy wording on life insurance. And it simply states that if you um, are deemed by two medicos to be are terminally ill to the extent that it's unlikely that you'll live beyond 12 months, they will pay out the entire sum assured to you while you are convalescing if the prognosis is not good long term. So within the 12 months, so somebody who's been diagnosed and with a terminal illness, they can then apply to get their life cover paid out early. And what would what do you think people would then use that for? I mean, Um, what's your experience been on that, Don? Well, we often have a meeting with both the the insured who is terminally ill and the spouse, Mm. and we we always want to meet both parties. And we ask that very question. So if we see these claims paid, share share with us what Mm. the impact will be to you, the positive impact, and um, how will you use the capital? And there's all sorts of... Uh, comments come out from them yes because suddenly this is the largest capital sum they have ever seen come into their world Mm. ever and if it's half a million dollars those they will usually say i wish to clear the debt on the home now yes and we'd rather like to go for a holiday we have never been to somewhere special in new zealand or somewhere in australia and assuming that they're well enough to travel, they take the spouse and the children away for three or four weeks and uh, they'll spend a percentage, might only be 5% of their claim or 10% mm-hmm. of their claim, but they want the quality time with their family as, as they know they won't be able to do it probably in a year's time. And you know you think of insurance as quite a dry topic but as you're talking Don and I just imagine if that was me and I got to take my family away if something was happening to me so that you're kind of creating memories um, you, you can't it doesn't fix the problem it, it might not solve whatever that person's problem is medically um, but they get the uh, I guess the peace of mind as well of knowing that their family's looked after they get a bit of um, an input and in how it's spent and also 
as you said, just, just being able to be with a family, um, that's something they might not be able to afford otherwise. That is often the case. Yeah, yes. yeah, I think. And they're often not working at this time. Of course, no. So the, the capital sum that's been paid covers for the loss of income. True, And yes. they've got that feel-good factor because... Um, the bank can't um, chasing them to see sure. mortgages yeah. repaid. Yeah, uh, exactly. Mm. Yeah, exactly. It just takes um, a bit of that burden off, um, well, the whole family, I think, financially at that time. And what's your, I guess you you kind of covered both of those things there. The insurer is, is pretty helpful, aren't they? I mean, my experience has been um, is they're looking for ways to pay the claim, not looking for ways to turn it down. Absolutely. That, that's yeah. Yes. Yours is yours has been yeah. the same. So, I mean, are there any claim stories that you could? I know you've got zillions of them, but any that come to mind um, that may stick in your mind as either personally or anything surprising that happened over the years. There was an interesting one that you and I were dealing with. Um, He'd been a client of ours for 20 years, and he was a, a bit of a DIY man. That's like he didn't really want advice, but he kept all his insurance going. And he had a significant health issue um, like 10 years before he decided to s- disclose it to me. Yes. And it was significant enough for him to have seen a trauma claim paid. But he just rang the insurer at the time, not me, and the insurer, obviously, from his description of his of his condition, they said that wouldn't be a claim. Right. And I, by chance, spoke to one of his friends who said he had this issue. So I rang him just for an insurance review, and he then disclosed it. And he had life insurance and trauma cover and disability income cover, but hadn't been off work through this condition. And so I asked him if he could send me the, the notes that had been saved at the time. All the medical notes. All the medical notes. Yes. And he's so well organised, he sent them through within half an hour. And I sent them off to the insurer. This is 10 years after this incident. And the insurer within two days said, this is a claim yeah. that's payable. Yes. So the insurer sent him um, a discharge form for he and his wife to sign And he got the sum assured, which is tax-free. He got the repayment of 10 years' premiums on this benefit. Yes. And he also got the interest on the premiums for 10 years as well. He couldn't believe it, that it was that quick. And he was ailing a little. So he put this capital into a travel fund for them both. That's right. And he went on two or three trips with he and his wife. Mm. And he did subsequently die a few years later, and then his life insurance was paid out. But he said that this trauma claim payment had made a, a real change to yeah. his world because he had quality time away, yes. knowing that the insurance company had paid all his travel costs. Exactly. And he just had that lump sum sitting there. Yeah. I mean, for me, yeah. I hadn't dealt with a claim which was so long ago, mm. which they were happy to consider, and to refund all the premiums because if it had been paid 10 years earlier, he wouldn't have paid all those premiums. So they gave him back in the interest. I mean, you can't really say fairer than that in a case, can you, Don? I mean, that no. was a, a really... We were both pretty chuffed with that outcome and we both felt that we'd mm. done the best that we possibly could and that the insurer had done the best that you could ever ask of anyone as well. 
Yeah, well, he was so appreciative. You may recall that he gave us both some wine. He, he did. He was yeah. expecting a fee for our service, yeah. and there was no fee. No. So he shared a few bottles of Coleraine with yes. you and I to yeah. say thank you for what you've done. Yeah, yeah. he, he mm. was a lov- lovely, lovely guy. And I guess that's the, the reason why um, it's easy to come to work in the morning uh, because you kind of you've seen it happen so many times where people have benefited when they didn't expect to. I mean, mm-hmm. 10 years after the event, he was not expecting that at all. But the difference it made to him and to his family in the time that he was he was still here. Mm-hmm. You know, right. uh, that would be one of the most interesting cases that we've ever seen. Yes. And it would be the case in my 46 years in this business I've never had anyone table a claim that goes back as far as 10 years. Absolutely. absolutely. But it was not a problem for the insurance. No, no. They, mm. they really made it easy for us mm. as well. I mean, mm. it, 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 it highlights the need um, for insurance, I guess. Mm. Um, so, I mean, I guess thinking about that, um, we were talking about this earlier about, you know, the levels of cover or, or your experience with um, people at claim time um, in terms of them giving you a call. I mean, how quickly after some event has occurred do you generally hear from people? Um, it's normally very quickly, but it's obviously, if it, say it's a life insurance claim and the person has died, um, we will hear from someone linked to the deceased and it usually won't be the spouse it will be someone who might be a trustee of their family trust or their banker or a close friend because the widow will be grieving Mm. and is probably not inclined to make the call and the calls go along these lines Don I'm such and such and I'm linked to a certain person that um, under the Privacy Act we can't give them information on claims just because they say they're a good mate of someone who's died. So we would need to be dealing with, say, their lawyer or accountant who has the authority to talk to us. And they'll want to know, what's the sum insured on the life of Bill Jones who died last week? And we quote that. And they say, we just want to know that that cover is still in place and we can confirm that. And then they'll often say, Don, do you know of any other policies on this person's life mm-hmm. who are with other companies that you, you may not be aware of? And we'll clarify that. But it is really interesting to me that people who are somewhat ambivalent about life cover will ask someone to ring us before the funeral to clarify that the life cover's in place. And there's one reason for that, and that is that the inquirer really just wants to go to the wife and the family to say he was well insured, your mortgage will be cleared, you're financially okay, the kids can stay at school, you can stay in your own house, and you've got capital aside from the the mortgage repayment cover to live on for the future. That's all they're wanting to do, and it's happened to me on numerous occasions. And that really is a perfect place to stop, Don. Thank you very much for your time today. It's been a pleasure. Trudy Vossen and Don Stewart on The Real Risk. 
The information provided or any opinions expressed in this podcast are of a general nature only and should not be construed or relied on as recommendations to invest or purchase a financial product or class of financial products. You should seek financial advice specific to your circumstances from an authorised financial advisor before making any financial decisions. A disclosure statement can be obtained free of charge by calling 0800 878 961 or visit our website www.stuartgroup.co.nz.